This is the big effing deal, Carl Fredericks, and you are listening to the City Wrestling Radio Podcast. What's going on, everybody? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this, this is the... It was good to say that again. Yes, it is. Um, this is... We're back. It's the Raw Review. We're here talking Monday Night Raw every week, every Tuesday, um, because there is no way to actually physically do a full WWE show in one one show a week. We were trying, <clears throat> but it was tough. No, I think in the, we were skimming through SmackDown. Well, yeah, it was like that. Uh, let's talk uh, 55 minutes about Raw, mm-hmm. and then, oh shit, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. I need to eat something. Let's real quick what happened on smackdown you know what i mean blah, 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 blah. it became like an auctioneer but you know now we can get fully invested into each show um and you know because we're always retooling the show i think you mm-hmm. know because we're, uh, we're 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 still we're still a little baby yeah. little baby podcast we're toddlers now i think are we toddlers now yeah, i think so or um we yep. were infants now we're toddlers yeah <clears throat> so we're starting to crawl right yep we're we're Cruising, as they call it, that's when you are standing on two feet and you're holding <coughs> onto couches and coffee tables and kind of just cruising along the living room. You know, I um, we were, I was with Michael at the um, New Japan uh, Super J Cup show. That's right. Uh, that had the horrible T-shirts. Um, but somebody came up to me, somebody I knew, um, but still, you know, they came up to me and said, "Hey, City Wrestling Radio guy." All right. And I was like, the fact that they knew what my podcast was called, I was mm-hmm. like, and he's like, starts saying, he's like, the city. <laughs> I was like. That is awesome. Like, you, the, for the fact that you knew, like, just the top of your head what my podcast was called, mm-hmm. thank you for that. Yeah. I'm not going to call him out by name because I don't want to be embarrassed. All right. And he, that he knew your face. That, well, he knows my face pretty well. So. Sure. Yeah, but, yeah, you yeah, know, he no, put yeah, face yeah. to voice. Because usually with podcasts, you just know the voice. Exactly. Like, I know that voice from. He, yeah. But mm-hmm. no, I'm saying, like, I know the person. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, you have friends that, like, you were like, oh, yeah, they do a podcast, but it's on something. Mm-hmm. It's more of an acquaintance, you would say? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. But he um, he pointed out, you know, he starts singing about the song, and I was really delighted. And somebody else was like, "Hey, you run that show?" And I was like, "Yes." Yeah. Feel good moment he, of the weekend. And I said, "You know what? Thank you, thank you for your support. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to support City Wrestling Radio, check us out at SoundCloud.com/slash City Wrestling Radio because that's our that's our home. That's uh, well, at least that's gonna be our home for now. Yeah. I mean, you never know. I think I think we were just talking about being in our toddler stage, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um not everybody lives in the same home that they were that they were in when they were a toddler. No. No, I am definitely not in the same place that I was when I was a toddler. Mm-hmm. Um so who knows? But for now, soundcloud.com slash city wrestling radio. Also across a plethora of fine, 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 delicious, sweet and beautiful podcast delivery applications. That's uh, the Apple podcast delivery application, mm-hmm. the Google podcast delivery application, CastBox, Stitcher. I like places like that because they have names. It's not just like Apple podcast delivery application. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's called podcast. So like specialized. Apple podcast app, Google podcast app, wherever you get your podcast, search for City Wrestling Radio. Um, also check us out on Teespring because we have a variety of uh, merchandise you can buy there. Um, be, you better hurry quick because if you want to get anything you want, you better act now because <laughs> I'm probably going to delete a couple of those things off the list. I was thinking oh, about get them now before we reduce our inventory. before before I start taking off those random like um, like you know just like premium tea and classic tea. Mm-hmm. Just make it. I feel like everyone needs to go for the premium. Pay that extra dollar. Yeah, it's get just, that premium just a tea. Dollar. I don't get a dollar more. So guys. Go buy a T-shirt, a mug. A, a, the pillows are staying, the leggings are staying, cool, and the mugs are staying. Definitely keep the beach towels. So go buy some stuff today 
at uh, teespring.com. I believe it's slash City Wrestling Radio, but just search City Wrestling Radio within the site on Teespring. Us. And I'll also post a link down below. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a lot of stuff to talk about today. Can I commend you on your segue skills? They're really good. I'm trying, you know. I think lately when I'm putting caffeine into me, mm. it's working out a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm searching, I'm waiting. It's like, um, it's kind of like double Dutch. Yeah. You know, I'm sitting here like, I'm I'm like not even listening to you. I'm just like waiting for that word where you're like, that somewhat is relative to what I'm thinking in my head. Right. Right. I'm like, right. But I'm going to go left over here and say hi. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Something like that. But anyways, in the news, in the news, let's get in some wrestling news today. We got a bunch of stuff that happened, um, uh, within the past couple days because, you know, we, all Out was this last weekend. Oh, you never show. got a chance to talk about it. Did you like it? What did you think, Jose? That was very fun. I had a lot of fun watching the show. Any uh, matches that, you, that stuck out to you that you loved? Escalera de la Muerte. The Escalator of Death match. Wow. Um, and um, any matches that you thought really you didn't like? I, uh, I mean, like I'm not going to call you out for like anything you said before the show. Sure, sure, sure. But like... Or is there any match that you Rick really was like? I don't like this. Uh, you know, the, the hardcore match wasn't. It, it, maybe you know what? It, it might be that these three participants did not embody the bigger than life stature that we're used to. Yeah, and you know, these are all little guys. You know, going at it, and and ever since that uh, Blink One Eighty Two incident. Janella it's not just, cool, man. It's not Janella, really. I'm not into the dude. I'm not into it. At um, all. I like Joey Janella. I think he's a class act. Mm-hmm. Him, uh, was it? Maybe if he greased his hair. I must call him Davy Havoc, Jimmy Havoc. Uh-huh. Um, and oh, oh no, I like the. Uh, Do you like the free flowing? It's funny because he looks like a Jersey boy, but like not like. Jersey Shore Jersey boy. You know right, what I mean? Right, yeah. He looks like he was just like chilling at the t-shirt stop. You know Listens what I mean? to uh, Bruce Racing and uh, and what are those guys? John Bon Jovi. Yeah. Bon Jovi. Yeah, yeah, definitely. His band. And he hangs out the local hot dog stand. Yeah, and he has a... And he buys beers a, for all the underage girls. <laughs> he has a denim jacket with the sleeves cut off. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> um, but anyways, um, so All Out was this last weekend. I yeah, think a lot of stuff. It's a great show, man. Yeah, overall, it was a really good show. Yeah, I'm looking forward to what they're going to do on a weekly basis. And, and I'm hoping for more character development, even though I know a lot about the character development that they've been going for. Not a lot of people tune in to Being the Elite or to that special, that the countdown on a Friday that they had. Absolutely. Oh, I, I watched the countdown video. I think I found it on... Was it? It was on YouTube, I believe. Yeah. They put it all together for like the TNT channel on there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it was good. It was just all the, you know, weekly clips of yeah, the yeah. road to All Out. Mm-hmm. Um, but as we all know, coming out of All Out, he's all out of All Out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's all out of championship belts, but he's the <laughs> AEW World Heavyweight Champion, Chris Jericho, is right now without a title. Guys, if you have seen this AEW World Heavyweight Championship um, title, please contact Christopher Jericho or your local authorities. Yeah. Because they can get in contact with the, um, where, what, where did it happen? Was it, uh, um, it was at a long horse. So, okay. I'll just read the report. Okay. 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 Uh, so, um, apparently this is grand theft. This is at two D 400 North Monroe street at seven 13 PM. The victim reported the theft of his championship wrestling belt while he was eating inside Longhorn Steakhouse. The victim stated he arrived at the Millionaire Club Airport Terminal and placed the belt inside uh, his rented limousine. The limo driver shoveled the victim to Longhorn for dinner. Uh, The victim remained at Longhorn while the limo driver returned to the airport. 
the victim had taken the wrong luggage from the airport and the driver took it back to the terminal. When the driver picked up the victim from the restaurant, the belt was missing. Responding, officers searched the limo and airport and belt, um, but they were unsuccessful. On call, uh, CID, I don't know what that is, once consulted, and forensics responded to this scene. Victim's name, Christopher Jericho Irving. Yeah, so... uh, uh, and this is how apparently, um, according to David uh, Bixpin or Bixenspan, Bixenspan, David Bixenspan. I don't know how to pronounce that last name, but <laughs> that I feel like good I, to me. Um, who I don't know how um, how good of a source he is, but he is verified on Twitter, so that's good enough for me. Okay, um, he has uh, confirmed that the Tallahassee Police Department have confirmed this is real. Hashtag this is real. Go see Hood Slam this weekend. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, so Chris Jericho lost his uh, championship belt. It sounds like what happened is that um, he left his, lim- his his gear and everything in the limo, mm-hmm. and the driver went back to the airport to do more runs, I believe, before he went to come pick up Chris Jericho mm-hmm. um, and also had this stuff still in there. While he did that, it seems like somebody else might have taken the wrong um, the wrong bag. Oh, I thought it was, see, I must've read it wrong. That's what I got from it. I the mean, way I read it was that maybe the driver got a call like, Hey, you got the wrong bag. Come back and get the right bag. Mm-hmm. And Jericho picked the wrong bag out of the baggage claim. No, no, no. He put okay. the title, he put the title in the limousine after okay. getting to Longhorn. Okay. They, I think he put it like, it was either in his suitcase. He put the suitcase back in. Um, and then it seems like he went, the driver went back to the airport, did another run. Okay. And when he went to drop the other person off, handed Jericho's luggage to the wrong person. To the wrong person. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't say in here that Jericho um, was given the wrong luggage. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah, it it yeah. says, um, let's see, when the driver picked up the victim from the, uh, uh, wait, the victim had taken the wrong luggage from the airport. Yeah, see, the victim is Jericho. He took the wrong luggage from the baggage claim. Oh, Okay. Oh, shit. Okay, so yeah, you're right. Okay, so Chris Jericho, he did take the wrong bag. You're right. Okay, you're right. And then when the driver went back to pick it up mm-hmm. for him, yeah. the title was missing. Yes. So, so somebody that, at that the had, airport. Yeah, somebody had the wrong thing, and they were like, this ain't mine. Holy crap, there's a world title here. Well, let me get that out. Why do they feel like there's like some skinny like 110-pound guy at like his mom's house right now? Just like, Ma, look at me. Yeah. I'm a champion. Or it's being smelted down as we talk or speak right now Ooh, um, within a couple of hours. Well, no, you know, but well, he is without a title. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what is going to happen? And you know, it's grand theft. That means it was that title's worth something. That title's fucking worth like $5,000 yeah, at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah in most titles, a lot of these guys should put $10,000 deposits on. Mm-hmm. Jericho's probably going to be out $10,000 if the title's not returned. Yeah, I guarantee there's no Velcro on that title anywhere. No, this is not a Velcro title. Even those ones are, you know, expensive. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure WWE, I'm sure you don't have to. Well, I don't know. I wonder if you'd have to put a deposit on those belts too. Maybe. I don't know because you still have to carry it around. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? I don't know. Anyways, nonetheless, um, my biggest hope is that tonight on SmackDown Live, we'll get Vince McMahon walking out, not <laughs> saying a word about it, but the title over his shoulder, mm-hmm. <laughs> just strutting down to the ring. Um, he has the do-rag on from 2007, too. <laughs> and uh, he just doesn't say a word about it and just says, mm-hmm. welcome to SmackDown Live. Mm-hmm. Have a good show. Bye. And then just says, <laughs> your move. <laughs> Yeah. Or he posts something on Twitter before he goes live. 
Good evening, bought, everybody. Bought new toys today. Can't wait to show them off on SmackDown Live. There's like, uh, it's like a picture of Drew McIntyre. Um, it's like some actual action figures, and then like the actual mm-hmm. AEW yeah. World Heavyweight Championship. Ooh. So. You know, I hope Chris Jericho finds it. He's the yeah, new champion. Um, they will. I mean, in the age of Big Brother, they'll find it. They'll I, see there's cameras everywhere, especially I, at an airport. I will say this. If the Tallahassee Police Department, if the, if we cannot confirm that they confirm that, <laughs> right? this screams fucking kayfabe to me. Yeah, oh, definitely. You know what I mean? Like definitely. 100%. I don't know if David Bixenspawn uh, works for AEW. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know... It, if the, the cops can't lie and issue a public statement like that. Yeah, no, no, no. You no, know, no. I made the joke before the show. I think, no. you know, cops can lie in like interrogations and stuff like that, which is bullshit. But mm-hmm. <laughs> that's not what we're here to talk about. Yeah. Um, they can't issue public statements. Like the, the cops can't come out and say like, there's no gang violence in the city while people are getting shot left and right. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They can't say, you know, whatever. They can't say three suspects caught after. When nobody back. was caught. Exactly. You know, exactly. So it's interesting. It's interesting to see what's going to happen next with AEW. Hopefully they find the title. But hey, who knows what's going to happen? I've seen um, championships stolen from the local wrestling promotion here, APW. Yeah. Um, you know, all pro wrestling, mm-hmm. um, who had their name first before all elite wrestling. Right. Um, and, uh, it, it sucks, man. It really does. I mean, I think a company like all elite wrestling will be fine. It's going to be a little bit of a hit. Yeah. Especially with the cons running that, they, but you know, it's not yeah. But with the local promotion here, they, they really had to, you know, they had to get on, um, you know, go fund me yeah, to yeah. because you know, it's, it's an expensive thing, you know, especially when you've had it for so long. Yeah. You, they probably had to throw three shows in order to get one more of those titles exa- made. It, it, yeah, yeah. And like I said, plus the go fund me. So, mm-hmm. uh, the best of luck to everyone at Holly wrestling and Chris Jericho. Yeah. You know, I think the cameras will catch whoever the perpetrator is. Mm-hmm. It cuts to a picture of you at the Ollie Championship Wrestling. Mm. That'd be kind of cool. I just came back from Tallahassee. You're like, actually, I just grabbed it so I can take a picture of it for the show, and then I'm going to give it back. Don't worry. Yeah. Oh, you know what? It's going to be one of those incidents. That, you know, in baseball, like if you catch somebody's career 500 home run, oh, they'll yeah, call yeah. you to the back and be like, come on, give, give us the ball, and we'll give you this signed jersey and a signed bat, and you get to Well, meet because the it's your ball. You caught it. Yeah. You, they can't just trade it to you. You know what I mean? Well, they, they do that. The, no, know, but to, they do that because they want to make it an exchange. Yeah, exactly. They, then they could say they justify it by saying, oh, no, mm-hmm. we gave him this stuff for this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I remember people like with, yeah, like um, was like Derek Cheaters. You know what I mean? Like uh, something it's like 3000 career. Hit yeah. One guy, he caught it and like. It sucked because like, you know, he was going to I think. Did he give it back to him or not? I can't remember. Do you know, I don't think there hasn't been any instance where somebody has. Oh, I know what it was. Okay. So it, what it was is he gave the ball back to Jeter Uh and then Jeter, or Jeter was like, thank you. And then the Yankees are like, that's fucking awesome. You get box seats Mm -hmm. for the rest of the, the rest of your life or whatever. Yeah. yeah. He had to pay taxes on that and he couldn't afford it. So Jeter came out of pocket and paid those for him. Oh, that's nice because he, he gave him the ball back. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So, so that's, that's really cool. See, that's why Jeter's better than A-Rod. Any a- day. A-Rod. Uh, let's talk a little bit uh, more AEW on the Raw review. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kylie Ray, um, formerly of AEW, is no longer a part of All Elite Wrestling. What? Well, uh, you, you, I already hear somebody out there. Look at that. 
Look at that. People are already starting to leave AEW. And I told you they're they're already starting to fall. They're starting to fail. They're starting to fold already. I mean, what is this? Uh, but no, uh, Kylie Ray, uh, it was announced by Tony Khan uh, this last weekend. Um, it was actually right after the show it was announced um, that it was a very amicable decision between both parties. And... Um, yeah, nothing else has come out. Yes, uh, so we don't know why. So what, what that means is respect her private life and respect her personal yeah. business, and hopefully everything's okay with her and her life. Mm-hmm. That's all. Definitely. We can, yeah. I guess that's all we can really say on that, right? Yeah. So in, she was great, though. Like you know, I, I, I will miss her in yeah, AEW. No, yeah, me too. I love the little Pikachu, um, you know, outfit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was, was cute. Cool. Yeah. Um, so. Who knows what's going to happen with yeah. her next? Maybe maybe she's got offered a bigger offer in W the W the W. Probably not because that's contract tampering. NXT, mm. but WWE has been known to contract tamper oh, yeah. and, and like pay, just pay the legal fines yeah, for. They exactly. like, ah, fuck it, we don't care. We got him. Yeah. Um, God, I wish I was that rich. Don't you wish you were that rich? Oh, that'd be so great. Would you just buy off your problems? Uh, anyways, um, you can't so, buy off all your problems. Yeah. Just as it seems with B Priestley and. The other one. <laughs> I fucking <laughs> forgot her name already. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no. Uh, what was it? Uh, more backstage. There was a backstage fight at All Elite Wrestling. So what? AEW All Out was a great night for pro wrestling. Um, but there was actually some real heat backstage between two female stars. It was previously reported on uh, Ringside News that there was an altercation between Sadie Gibbs and B Priestley after the Casino Battle Royal. Gibbs reportedly swung on Priestley. Then the two had to be broken up. Fightful Select reports that Matt Jackson of the youngest of Bucks had to step in and try to smooth things over, quote unquote. This was probably something that uh, he didn't expect to deal with backstage, but he should have because it's a wrestling company. Right. Those last couple words I added in there on my own. So make it your own. Yeah. You know, it's, um, it, it, it's, you know, there is some controversy going by this. I think there was a little bit of Twitter beef yeah. between Will Ospreay and Sadie Gibbs at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't for sure exactly comment on them because I don't know what happened. I yeah. mean, if somebody else, someone was taking some time off and somebody was like, and the other person was like, yeah. Yeah. and they were like, the I'm in a different yeah. continent than you. I'm a different continent than you. I have nothing better to do right now. Mm-hmm. Me too. Let's argue. Yeah. So something happened right there. And supposedly there was some no selling during the battle Royal. By the two ladies? Um. Oh, I don't know. I didn't see that. You have to go back and watch. I would have to go back and watch yeah. it and, and examine it. Yeah. You know, maybe I'll do that tonight. Um, yeah. But, but I got SmackDown to watch. Um, I'll but do it tonight. Maybe you can do it tonight. You, yeah. you don't have to be here tomorrow. I don't. Um, but um, yeah, no, it's interesting to see what exactly is going on now. And I think mm-hmm. this is the what one big problem you're going to have when you have a roster full of talent. Or, sorry, not a roster. A backstage of talent. Mm-hmm. That are independent contractors yeah. who are all exclusively independent contractors. You have a lot of people that are signed to AEW. Mm-hmm. You also have a lot of people that weren't. Nicole Savoy, she's not signed to AEW. Yeah. She's an independent wrestler. Yeah. So she owes nothing to them. So she owes nothing to them. What's to say she goes out there? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What's to say someone doesn't go out there and no sells or whatever? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's. Uh, You're just damaging your rep. No, no big deal. Yeah. Um, in political news, what? Oh, I'll, also one more thing okay. on that. There was also a couple something else on Twitter, uh, evolving um, B Priestley. Uh, well, uh, Will Osprey uh-huh. and Adam Cole. Oh, Will Osprey said to Adam Cole, "Hey, we still cool?" <laughs> because as you know, uh, B or Britt Baker attacked B, uh, Bay Priestley. Is it B Priestley or Bay Priestley? B B oh, Bay. Bye bye, um, B Priestley. Yeah. 
And uh, B. And uh, yeah, he was like, hey, we're cool, but our girls aren't. Mm -hmm. So there's going to be no double dating for Will Ospreay, for the Ospreys and the Coles. Yeah, well, they're, you know. Or the Bakers and the Priestleys, you know. Continents apart, so who cares? Yeah. Yeah, and political news. Ooh, political. Presidential hopeful Andrew Yang sent out a tweet to Chris Jericho. It says, I'm rooting for AEW to help make the industry more talent-friendly at Cody Rhodes. Oh, that's cute. That's that's cool of him. Um, There's the guy that wants to give you a living income. Oh, he's not going to win then. I'm sorry. He's he's pulling. At that the sounds awesome. Yeah, thousand bucks a month for free. Yeah. Wait, what? For free? Yeah, you don't have to do anything. Just be an American citizen, and you get a thousand dollars for free. Hell yeah, I'm down with that. As long as I don't start raising rent to like you know one seventeen hundred, not <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, seven hundred. Yeah. yeah. Um, cool. Good for him. I don't really know the guy. I'm not very politically sound. Mm-hmm. Or um, experienced well, or knowledgeable. For in the next matter. debates, the field has been narrowed down to 10, and he is the 10th. All I know is Bernie. To qualify, Bernie. I know Elizabeth Warren. Liz. Uh, Lizzie. Hey, Bur- <laughs> the Burns and Liz. They'll probably, I feel like, nah, I don't, I don't want to talk yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah. I don't want you to turn off this show. Let's uh, continue. Um, any more news? I think I got one more piece of news. Okay. Um, oh, wait, no, I got two more pieces of news. Uh, let's see. Uh, see, apparently Marty Skrull of Ring of Honor, his contract's coming up, uh, coming up in November. Uh, Dave Meltzer has verified news, uh, which is initially discussed on a June edition of Wrestling Observer Radio. The 31-year-old has been in uh, ROH since August 2016 and has been the central figure of Villain Enterprises, the stable he has with PCO and Brody King. Uh, they are currently the uh, company's six-man tag champs. And, um, yeah, so, uh, he's going to be a hot commodity, huh? He will. He'll probably go to AEW. I mean, he'll go with his friends. Uh, scroll has been announced for the number one contenders tournament, which kicks off uh, a death before dishonor pay-per-view September 27th. That's the same day as all pro wrestlings. Um, what's the show called again? Um, I forgot, but it's a good show. I'll put the link down below too. Yeah. Lucha brothers will be there. Cool. And Sean Spears. And, uh, yeah, so it's, it's interesting to see what's going to happen with him. Um, you know, the current ring of honor champion is Matt Taven. Um, they should have put the ring of honor world heavyweight championship on Marty scroll a long time ago. In my opinion, Mm -hmm. I think at least after Cody was gone and the bucks were gone, you had to have someone lead that company and Marty would have been the best person to do because he's the most recognizable person on that roster. You put Matt Taven in it. uh, Who? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I know who Matt Taven is, but like, who really? Yeah. You know, so it, it's kind of like the same thing with uh, AEW this past weekend. Um, put, put the, you put the, the title on Jericho because people know who he is. That it's recognizable. Right. You put the title on uh hangman page. Who's that? Who? You know, he goes on mm-hmm. good morning America. Who, you know, mm-hmm. not, Oh, it's Chris Jericho. Oh, who's What's that title? Where's that title from? TNT and TBS are connected, right? They're owned by Turner. Yeah, yeah. I believe they still are. He can't go on Conan. He can go on Conan, right? Yeah. Well, he could, yeah, yeah. but he can't. Why? If you know what I mean. Like Jericho could do it. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But Hangman, he'll show up, and the crowd will be like, "What? Who? What?" Yeah, yeah. So, and, and my last piece of news, um, uh, I don't know. Has it been? Has it been uh, fully granted? Casey Cannizzaro is leaving the WWE Performance Center. Really. Yeah, she uh, back. she asked for exactly. I mean, there well, there has been some rumors of her having a bad back, and uh, you know, they people were waiting for it. She's been talking about it, I think, for some time now. 
um, that uh, so Casey Canzaro is now not with the WWE anymore. Yeah. And, um, you know, in my opinion, I think it's the best thing for her. Yeah, she probably didn't dig it. She's it's very small. For me. She's, um, it's not the fact that she's small. It's the fact that she's also, I don't know if she's a wrestling fan. Like, how mm-hmm. dedicated is she to start wrestling at the age of, how, how old is she? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, she, she's what, probably in her mid-20s mid mm-hmm. to whatever. And to start wrestling at that age, it's like, it shows that you didn't really want to do this as a profession. You, it was just something that was kind of presented towards you. And mm-hmm. it was like, Oh yeah, you know, that sounds awesome. I could be completely wrong. It could be a situation where she loved wrestling her entire life and was but like, true, true. Dressed it, like it, Hulk Hogan as yeah. a kid. But you know, they can't all be Trish Stratus. Yeah. Will you approach, you know, a non wrestling? Exactly. Well, Casey Canzaro was a little different cause she was come from the American Ninja warrior. Yeah. She's extremely athletic. You know what I mean? She is dating Ricochet, mm-hmm. um, so I don't know what that has to do with it, but it's uh, it's uh, it's something that she does. Yeah, maybe NBC gave her a nice offer to come back and commentate for uh, Ninja Warrior. Yeah, or participate like in the all you know all stars. All stars, yeah. Ninja, I'm, I'm sure they have it. Do you watch the show? Uh, I you know I catch it when it's. Do you remember on, the you old know? show that used to be on like Spike, which is like Banzai T- Bonsai TV, mm-hmm. and it was like the exact same thing, but it was like the fake like Japanese. It was like the Japanese fake Japanese yeah, version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was funny, but it was okay. before American yeah. Ninja Warrior because I think With, they uh, announcer Scott Ladouche. But they were like a really bad American voiceovers. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's yeah, it was on? all it was all done on purpose. Yeah, but yeah, it, it was, was all funny, it was overdubbed. Good. So, ladies and gentlemen, that was our news. I think right. No, it's official. What? Becky Lynch will defend the Raw Women's title against Sasha Banks in less than two weeks at WWE's Clash of Champions. Yeah, so it was announced uh, last night on Monday Night Raw that she will be facing the boss. It's boss time, Sasha Banks. Mm -hmm. So uh, what's going to happen at Clash of Champions? I don't know, but... Let's look at Monday Night Raw, shall we? Let's. Uh, we kicked it off. Uh, they were in Baltimore, Maryland, right? I believe yes, so. Yes, yes, yes. Um, hot crowd. Very it was a crowd. very, very, very hot crowd. Thank you for everyone there. And I think it was. I thought it was a pretty good episode overall. I think there were some lulls, but you know, it's Monday Night Raw. It's to be expected. Mm-hmm. Um, it's three hours long. It's definitely not the. Um, I'm not gonna say like, oh, this is the best episode of Raw I've seen in a long time. It was good. It, yeah, there they, was no moments where I felt like it dragged. It's been a roller coaster, hasn't it? One week's good, the next week not so much. Exactly. The next, the next week maybe not so much. Exactly. Uh, so we kicked it off. Uh, oh, and uh, we got the announcement that Undertaker, for no freaking reason, will be on SmackDown next why? week. Why? Why? I don't know. <laughs> That's the only reason. I'll be there. You know, we're going to be at the last SmackDown Live. Yeah, well, it's, la- it's officially the last SmackDown Live on Tuesday. Well, no. Well, one thing goes to Friday, it's going to be called Friday Night SmackDown. Right. So it's last SmackDown Live. Right, you know right, what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Uh, so we kicked it off from Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman contract signing, or at least the attempted of that, uh, for the Universal Championship match they're going to have at Clash of Champions. Michael Cole... He's hosting this segment, asks Braun and Seth if they can coexist as uh, tag team champions at Clash of Champions. I don't know why they even care about that. Yeah. Like, I don't get why guys, like, why does Seth Rollins care about, like, being tag champions with, uh, you know, like, I want to be the best in the tag division with some guy I don't like. You know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. some guy that I don't really, I'm about to yeah. match with. You know yeah. what I would be like, you know what? I'm going to relinquish this. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Cole. You be the champion. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or just anything. Yeah, and you know this this segment really screams. I I don't know what I'm doing. 
<laughs> no, it absolutely why, does. Why would you, uh, first question I have is why would you have Michael Cole come out and do an interview while it's a contract signing? Yeah. Dude, dude. Just sign the fucking contract. Yeah, guys, we're here to sign the contracts. Here, Seth, here's your pen. Uh, That's all you need to do. Rollins says he's only focused on walking into Clash of Champions as a double champ and walking out as double champs. Rollins then goes on to say is he uh, he beat the Beast uh, at WrestleMania, or at least at SummerSlam. That's what it was. At SummerSlam, now he's going to slay a monster. Yay. Then out comes AJ and the OC. AJ thinks Braun's only getting a title shot because he's Seth's partner and is receiving favoritism. Mm-hmm. He, that was the brunt of what he said oh, oh all i gotta do is stare at a belt if i get a shot i think that's what i'm gonna start doing that was pretty good because he lo- he looks at carl anderson and and look at, don't look at my belt don't look at my <laughs> yeah, belt yeah don't look at it and car and gallows is like it's like oh and Gall- anderson says, i'll look at your belt i don't care i'll look at it i'll look at it <laughs> i'll look at it all i want i'll look at it all i want uh, AJ then says the U.S. champion should theoretically be first in line to face the uni- uh, the Universal champion. That and the Intercontinental champion, yeah. I believe yeah. so. Or at least, you know, if we're going to keep brands separate on Raw for yeah. the Universal title. Mm-hmm. Uh, the OC then surrounds the ring. Not with the wild card rule. The wild card. Pew, pew. Uh, the OC then surrounds the ring and threatens to take over the ring if they don't get what they want. And that's when uh, Michael Coy says, says, AJ, please, we're, shut up before I knock your teeth down your throat. <laughs> Michael. It was like, damn, all right. And everyone popped hard for that. Dude, uh, AJ got nothing but pop during this segment. Uh, AJ then rips up the universal contract, so we have no contract signing. Uh, Braun flips the table on AJ and then beats down the OC. So we have a tag team match. Because of, course of course we, we do. do. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, we have Braun and Seth versus the OC for some reason without the titles on the line. Mm-hmm. Um, AJ then gets a cheap shot on Seth on the outside. It was back and forth in the match, uh, but then ended in a roll-up. Uh, Rollins over Carl Anderson after the match. The OC tries to ambush Braun and Seth, but Seth and Braun uh, valiantly fight back. Yeah. Uh, Braun accidentally runs down his partner, Seth. Oops. And he's like, what? Oh, no. I knocked down my partner. And of course this happens. But he's like, oh, no. Wait, oh, wait. I knocked down my opponent. Yes. So he's probably pretty conflicted right here. You know what I'm saying? No, he has one track mind. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> Uh, I did like that when, you know, when AJ was talking about him looking at the title, he says, oh, Braun, you pick up the title and you're oh, I want the title. I'm big and dumb. Braun Strowman. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ. Out comes uh, Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler. All the heels beat down on Seth and Braun. We have a super magic killer to Braun and a phenomenal forearm. So, um, yeah, uh, it was uh, it was what it was. Uh, AJ did make a good point, though. Who is going to challenge for the United States title? Maybe at Clash of Champions, maybe not. But I think we have our answer in this next segment. We have our segment. Yes. We have Charlie backstage with Cedric Alexander. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cedric's giving an interview. Oh, it's great. I'm going to have a match night. I'm looking forward to it. You know, this is my opportunity. And in come the OC and AJ Styles and beat the crap out of Cedric you could, for no reason. You could say they knocked on the door of Cedric Alexander. I think Cedric's gonna. He, like I said, he's next in line to face the um, to face AJ Styles. I think for mm-hmm. the United States. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Or the, uh, this serves no purpose if that doesn't get done. Exactly. Uh, then we have uh, Ziggs and Rude uh, versus Hawkins and Ryder. What you call them, Glory Ziggles? I don't fucking care anymore, man. There's, it's only been a week. You don't care already? I just don't care anymore. I told you my my theory on tag teams. Yes. And it's just, it's, I don't care about them. They're just two guys I've never really cared. This, there's the four guys I've never cared about. Like Ryder, maybe. Mm-hmm. Zach Ryder, I might have been like woo-woo-woo once, but I've never cared about Hawkins. Ten years ago. I've maybe once cared about Robert Roode and I've never really cared about Dolph Ziggler. I, I really like Robert Roode in, um, in NXT. 
Yeah. And in TNA, TNA he was outstanding. Well, he was a different character in NXT. Mm-hmm. You know, he came out and he was like, I'm going to make NXT a premier brand. You know, if you had him come out right now into yeah. NXT and say that, I'd be like, whoa, you're going to the USA Network too. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And have him be like, I made these deals. I got us on the USA Network. Yeah. yeah. But no. He could have been business suit, Bobby. Um, and, I mean, Robert. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, Robert. Um, and then my friend, uh, my friend Bobby. I mean Robert. This was a nothing match. Uh, let's see, Zig and Rude beat down on Hawkins most of the match. Uh, Ryder and Hawkins mount a little bit of a comeback, but Hawkins receives a super kick uh, by Ziggs and a glorious DDT by Rude. Meh. So that was the match. Uh, then we have Lacey Evans versus Natty. Uh, uh, Lacey Evans is back. Yes, she is, and so is Natty again as a face. I don't fucking get the whole. Every title picture is so. Like complicated, it's so overbooked right now and complicated that I don't know what's going on. Is this a title thing? So is she face? Like I thought she was facing Sasha Banks at the Clash of Champions, but Sasha's facing Becky. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But why did she beat up on Natty? If Natty's still capable of fighting, she's not injured. She's not out. No. Why? It yeah. makes no yeah. freaking sense to me at all. And then Natty running in and giving Lacey a, a heelish little okay. bump. And then so, <laughs> so uh, Evans comes out first and she gets about halfway down to the ring. And then Natty's music hits. Uh, Lacey Evans looks pretty dis- like disgusted. And she looks back and sees Natty running down towards her, but then looks away again. And Natty runs up right behind Lacey Evans and stops and like literally stops for, like one Mississippi. Mm-hmm. And then Lacey Evans looks back, and then she like pushes her down. Yeah, I was like, horrible looking push. It, it was, and then Natty runs into the ring and was like, "Let's go, let's go!" Smiling, <laughs> well, because Natty doesn't know how to do anything else besides smile. Yeah. Uh, match starts uh, to go way too long with a couple headlocks. Natty rolls out of the ring uh, for a top rope moonsault uh, by Lacey. Uh, the ref gets between the two Lace, women. Lacey is looking a little bit more uh, crisp nowadays. Mm, I think it's because Natty in this match, it was all Natty. Yeah. I think Natty in this match was really aggressive. Yeah. And she was really going for it. Uh, then eventually at one point, the referee gets in between the two ladies and then Lacey Evans throws her handkerchief at uh, Natalia, which should have been a disqualification. If you really think about it, it's just a hanky. No, but, but you see that it's gimmicked up. It should have been. It, what was there? Was it like a like a sock full of quarters inside? No, there's something. There's like a metal piece or something shiny behind the the. Oh, the I don't. I don't think that. I don't think that's what. I think it was just to distract her. Yeah, no, sure. But it didn't. Yeah. But you know what? what oh, what maybe it to is, make it fly better. I think it's a weight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. To make so, it fly better. She threw it right in her face. Okay. So yeah, because I'm sure they tried a regular. Uh, Ow, that really hurt. <laughs> Um, then, uh, she receives a woman's right and Lacey Evans gets the pin and the win. I we're probably going to have Lacey Evans versus Natalia in a pre-show match is what I'm guessing. Oh yeah, for sure. Then we have a Becky Lynch in ring promo. Becky Lynch comes out and says, Sasha is full of crap and has no place whining, uh, points out how Sasha was pushed to the moon while Lynch was just a, uh, was it manager in NXT? Mm-hmm. Uh, she also pointed out how, like she said, you received, um, you received flowers for management after winning a match. Mm-hmm. She's like, I just, re- I just received a thank you or something. Yeah. I received nothing. Uh, <laughs> this promo is coming off very Becky dice clay. Uh, Becky then says it must hurt looking at Bailey doing just as fine, uh, without you and it must sting with all your talent, Sasha, you should be headlining pay-per-views. You should be the face of the division. You division. You should be me. 
Out comes Sasha Banks in a fabulous one-piece uh, sequence suit, Her by the way. Her husband is a seamstress, right? Yes. Yeah, a seamster. A seamster, sorry. So he's finally getting his uh, OT hours in. Exactly. This is uh, an awesome outfit. Uh, Sasha agrees that it should be her main event uh, mania. It should be her on the cover of newspapers. But Becky, you only got that uh, because Nia Jax broke your face. Becky then challenges Sasha to a match... Um, or sorry, uh, was it Sasha first challenges her, then Becky challenges or accepts. It was kind of a weird sure, convoluted okay, way. Yeah. Um, Sasha then says the next time they see each other, the man will be the boss's bitch. So? We need to get a reaction. What, what are we going to use? Bitch. Bitch. Yeah, that's right. It yeah. Well, it's the only one. We're, we've been okay. We don't want to introduce a new curse word. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Asshole. Whoa. And then uh, we get the Street Profits. In the only segment of the night they're in... Sans titles. Um, just... Oh, yeah. Well... They lost, yeah? Yeah. They, oh, yeah. They lost the last um, NXT mm-hmm, last mm-hmm, week. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, this and is the only nothing. segment they're on. They were, like, they were like, oh, we can't even say anything that. Should we just go commercial? Let's go to commercial. Mm-hmm. It's like, are you guys hosting the show or what? Like, if it's... It's cool if you are, mm-hmm. but Let's just know. make it a whole thing. And, they, and then they disappear. And then he disappeared for the rest of the night. I thought they were going to come back and do something, but no. Say something about something else. Yeah. They could have. Anything. Uh, then we have probably the best Baron Corbin main roster match I have ever seen in my entire life. This was a pretty, pretty damn good match. It was a great match. Let's, um, get, let's get that straight. It was back and forth. It was him and Cedric Alexander. I'm not going to sit there and say it was the best match, but it was entertaining. It was entertaining. It might have been match of the night. It was definitely match of the night. It was way better than the Ricochet and Samoa Joe match. Oh, um, and I love that match, too. You know, oh, I, I don't know about that. Um, but Cedric, um, let's see, Cedric earlier in the night, he got beat up, so we all know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, holding his left arm. Baron beating down on Cedric. Cedric mounts a comeback. Springboard clothesline Baron, followed by, followed by a kickout. Cedric then gets caught on the top rope. Baron then runs to the outside and begins to slam Cedric's head into the ring post while he's caught upside down on the ropes. Ouch. And it it's looked really his, good. It's supposed to be his arm, though, right? What? It was supposed to be his arm or his shoulder? Yeah, but he was like taking his head and like yeah. slamming it backwards. Uh, Corey Graves then refers to Baron Corbin as Ramsey Bolton. I don't know if you remember what happened to Ramsey Bolton, Mm-mm. Corey Graves, but he dies. Mm-hmm. It's just like all Game of Thrones characters. Uh, Corbin then runs shoulder first into a turnbuckle. Uh, Cedric starts focusing on the area, slamming Corbin's shoulder into the ring multiple times. I actually thought Cedric was going to win this at one point. Mishinoku driver to Corbin, followed by a kickout. Cedric then has been pushed off the ropes. Corbin gets off uh, the end of days to Cedric Alexander. Cool. And uh, he gets the pin and the win. So it's... um. It's good. It was a great match. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Um, and it had me at the edge of my seat. So uh, get ready when Corbin gets coordinated. He's coordinated. Not, dude, he's, he's the, not. He touched that. He touched the uh, various times. I know. Very. So when he wins, get ready. Hey, You're going to be one of the first. I'm ones. Baron King. He warned you last I night. I mean, King Baron. Let's keep it up. You're going to be exiled. We'll see what happens next week. And then. Um, You're going to be exiled. You better. We're already blocked by Baron Corbin, so we can't be, <laughs> nothing more can happen to us. Uh, then we have Charlie backstage with Bailey. No. And I. Then we had. Did you know? Who did you know? Oh, shit. Did you know? No, I didn't. The 24 7 championship has been held by a bunch of people and has, had, <sighs> it has done a bunch of uh, extraordinary firsts. Oh, yeah. Tell me about it. The current champion, of course, is Drake Maverick. The the first small champion? Mm-hmm. The first champion is Titus O'Neil. I guess also the first African-American 24-7 oh, that, champion. That's correct. Another first. The first female champion 
Do you uh, remember who that was? Oh, uh, was it? Oh, no, Kelly Kelly. That is correct. Yeah. Who was the first two-time champion? Oh, uh, sure. That is correct. Who was the first co-champions? Oh, uh, the Revival. That is correct. Who was the first sportscaster champion? That dude. Bob Stone. Yeah, sure. Rob Stone, sorry. Uh, first Hall of Fame champion is... It's Bob Stone. The Hall of Fame champion? Yeah. Oh, uh, Pat Patterson. That's correct. And the first pregnant champion, you'll never guess this one. Uh, Mike Kanellis. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, 24-7 champion. I, we didn't have a 24-7 title uh, thing on, we at didn't. all. We didn't, yeah. You're so, right. we'll probably see it on SmackDown tonight. That's weird. Not yeah, they usually it. do both shows. Well, I think last week they did it. Maybe they're doing. They're rotating each week. They're going to do one on Raw one week, run on mm-hmm. SmackDown the next that, week. That so. makes sense. Yeah, that's not overkill. Uh, then we have Charlie backstage with Bailey, and like I said, once I saw this fucking segment, I knew it. I knew Bailey was turning heel tonight. Mm-hmm. Like I just, it screamed. First off, her makeup was different. It was, and everybody pointed that out. Yeah, she had the the pink or purple. I. It, it was a lot. Stuff. There was more yeah. than usual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, it's like these questions start coming from Charlie. Do you feel overshadowed by Becky Lynch? Are you mm. still best friends with Sasha? Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And all of a sudden, Bailey's like, well, we're going to see who's going to stand tall tonight. Mm, stay tuned. And I'm like, okay, Bailey, calm down. Like, we get it. You're turning heel. And a lot of people thought this was a shocking thing to happen, but I mean, I don't know. It wasn't very shocking when we found out that it was the main event. We're like, uh, main event, something's up. Yeah. You know uh, what we did get? What? We got news that Stone Cold wanted to moderate the Universal uh, title contract signing. What? You damn son of a bitch. You going to moderate the match. I'm going to, uh, no, moderate the contract. Yeah, like, Michael Cole, you did a horrible job. I think I'm going to moderate it. I'm going to stun week. you. Did you see the um the, the Stone Cold show? Yes, Becky I did. Lynch? Yes, I did. And he uh, took the stunner from Becky with the mouthful of beer. That stunner she did on Stone Cold looked better than any stunner Kevin Owens has done on anyone this past year. Well, did you know Becky Lynch is like the second coming of Stone Cold Steve Austin? Yeah. It's like she talked about that too, right? Oh, yeah. No, I'm I'm just a big old weirdo. I know. I just saw the clip of her doing Stunner. Oh, yeah. Uh, then we have the Viking Raiders versus Tyler Hastings and Brian Thomas. Mm. Okay. They drove all the way from Pittsburgh. I'm not going to. I usually don't talk about um, these matches that often. Mm-hmm. But fucking Brian Thomas looks like a fucking cheap Honky Tonk Man ripoff. Uh, dude, they talked about it all night. Yeah. I know. And then all of a sudden, I just had to go listen to his theme song. Oh, no. I'm cool. I got my hair back, back and my hair back. back. Uh, I'm going to do your town in my pink Cadillac. I'm just a honky tonk man. He's a honky tonk man. I'm cool. I'm cocky. I'm uh, Yeah, one of the greatest intercontinental title holders of all time. So, um, yeah, no, that just tripped me out the entire time. It was just cracking me up. He had like a pompadour and mm-hmm. he was like had a little beer belly. And the same little bald spot that Honky Tonk Man. Yeah. Uh, then we have Sarah Striper trying to ambush Sasha Banks last night, uh, the, right after this, with a comment about what Bailey said. And Sasha just yells at her and says, Get out of my way. Ooh, and she runs into a wall on the way out. Like, oh, Sarah? Yeah. She's Sasha like, was probably, Oh my God, are you okay? <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay, we're good. Uh, then we have Ricochet versus Samoa Joe in a uh, King of the Ring quarterfinal match. The match was good. The finish was. Match sucked. Good grief. It was yeah. good. No, it was just like a lot of like it, for Ricochet, like it was just a lot of beat down on Ricochet, hold him in place, like rest hold. I don't know. I just couldn't get into it at all. And it's mm. funny because I'm sitting there the entire night. Like I'm sitting there like perfect bracket, perfect bracket, perfect bracket. <laughs> you know what I mean? And now I have a fucking no hitter, not a perfect game going. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because these, these fucking guys want to sit there <laughs> and have a triple threat match next week. 
Mm-hmm. So the end of the match has um, it was back and forth between the two <laughs> my, men. You know, what my guess is that every year Vince loses the NCAA pool and his brackets always get jacked up. Yeah. So he's like, "This year I'm jacking everybody's brackets. Like, How can I fuck his record up now? <laughs> it was so perfect." Um, it was a, I mean, it was a decent match. There was a good exploder suplex. There were ricochet on the barricade, mm-hmm. a standing shooting star press to Joe. Mm-hmm. Joe's head busted open at a certain point. We have a super kick to Joe, knocking him outside. Flying tiger drop to Joe on the outside. The two men are fighting on the top turnbuckle. Joe locks in the coquina clutch, and then ricochet decides to fall backward to escape the hold. Uh, the ref counts a double pin. And then the ref just like, double pin, double pin. Hold on, let me. Yeah, did you see that? He gets a headset. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, to the booth. Yeah, I'll take it under advisement. Okay, thank you. Then uh, Ricochet's like, "What? What happened? What happened?" And Joe's like, "Get out of the way, kid." He's like, "What happened? What happened? What happened?" He's like, "I asked him that already. What happened?" <laughs> and uh, the ref's like, "You know, we're gonna we'll discuss it later." I'm like, "What the fuck? We'll discuss it later." Yeah, it's a double pin, meaning both men are eliminated. But they both win, too, at the same time. No, both men are eliminated. No. If there was a double countout, if it was a mm-hmm. double DQ, they would have both been eliminated. You okay. see what I'm saying? Yeah, I see what you're saying, but back in the 90s, you know what would have happened? I don't know. After the referee's decision, this match must continue. That's what should have happened. Or the ref should, should have just not counted it. My, What I'm thinking mm-hmm. is, a lot of people are saying this, and um, it's for uh, next week for uh, Ricochet to have more of um, of a battle to fight. At mm-hmm. least that's something. Mm-hmm. Somebody said they, they want to showcase Ricochet in Madison Square Garden, but I don't think they would put make a match. Like, they, sh- they could have Samoa Joe go over this way. Mm-hmm. This is a way to have Samoa Joe or Baron Corbin go over. But if the other side is going to be Andrade, I don't see that happening. Yeah, that's... You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They're not going to have a heel yeah, yeah. versus heel at Clash of Champions to decide a king because who's going to want to cheer for anybody? No, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially exactly. last night, Rick, Joe was pretty heel. Mm-hmm. Joe came out. Was, he, you know, Joe, like, he sounds good, but he's like, oh, this is King Joe's court now. I'm like, mm-hmm. Joe, shut up, dude. Yeah, Go yeah. play your fucking, oh, opa. You uh, offended somebody. I know. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's like, calm down, Joe. Hey, Go back. We, we like Joe over here, okay? We yeah, like it's okay. Um, go backstage and play your portable PlayStation Four because he has one. Portable? Yeah, he. Um, he it's like it's like a PlayStation Four, but he's like mounted a little screen on it, oh, so he can okay. take it anywhere. You you have to plug it in, but it's you know, he takes it everywhere. Um, let's see, and then we have um. Let's see. The two men, oh, they battle afterwards. Ref is going to go back and talk mm. about it later. We have Braun and Seth backstage. Uh, Braun's pretty annoyed because your boy's coming next week to moderate the, the signing. Since when were they boys? Well, because he, he said after SummerSlam that you were a good wrestler and he thought you were a good universal champion. That's yeah. your boy. Yeah. And, um, and Seth, it's funny. Seth, this is the most realistic. Seth's like, dude, are, do you really think we're trying to like, you know, like screw you out of something. Yeah, out of something. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Um, so he's like, Oh, okay. I did like bronze, like bronze getting older. And yeah. you could tell he is by his giant gold necklace that he had around his neck last <laughs> night. Like, cause it was a very, like, I have a lot of chest hair and I want my gold necklace to get lost in my chest hair. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was remember, very, remember the eighties. I was there. Like you, like you probably remember, like uh, there was probably like when you were at a beach when you were younger and there's mm-hmm. like one guy, he like has a bunch of chest hair. See, my dad did that up until like, and had the gold chain, you yeah. know, that comes like right down there. That was my dad. That and you're just dad. like, Ugh, that like, chain is probably has so much little hairs like caught in between it's the like, little it, d- dad. Take off the pinky ring. Uh, take it off. And then, uh, so 
Yeah, that, that, that happened there backstage. Yeah, okay. There was apparently a segment, though, um, that I saw on WWE.com that I think was pulled from the show. It was pulled. Okay, because there was a segment, and I think they reshot this part to re- cover up, to cover that, up huh? that because there's something where Braun accidentally pushed Seth through a fake wall. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they're just like, hey, Braun, mm-hmm. you got to calm down, man. You know what's funny, too, is uh, some writer in the back says, we got to make them more cohesive as a team. What are we going to do? Hey, hey, I found this snapback hat. It matches bronze. Put that on Seth. Uh, oh, Seth always wears one. Okay. That's the thing. I found, put it on Braun. Put it on Braun. It's fine. Yeah, dude, it's... It's dumb. I don't know. I don't like these these tag teams made up of two single superstars. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Who you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. So, we went through it last week, and I, I'm with I'm with you in this. I'm thank you. I appreciate Corey. that. Uh, then we have the Firefly Funhouse, yeah, which I thought was probably one of the better Firefly Funhouses in a while. Yeah, well, it's because they haven't had a real one in a while. They've That's had true. just you know recaps of his p- previous uh, segments. So this is like the. F- Finally, the first produced one. I think there was only one real Firefly Funhouse segment done after Devil Vince debuted. Oh, no. There's been a few. You sure? There's been a f- since Devil Vince? I, I yeah. Feel like, I feel like there's, there's been, been a few. Like maybe one or two, and then it's been... Recaps, there hasn't been recaps, any some SummerSlam, though, for sure. Yeah. Because um, he comes on the screen. He's like... Uh, Bray comes on the screen. He wants to apologize Finn. for what the Fiend did to Finn at... Um, at SummerSlam, and uh, he then um, the Vince McMahon doll pops and says, how, "How dare you challenge Braun or Seth to a Hell in a Cell match at, at Hell in a Cell?" Do you think that's taken from from real life? Yes, but it's. I don't think. Okay, I, I don't think it was from him. I don't. Okay, no, actually, no. I take it back. No, I don't. Okay. I think it was one of those things. I said, "Fuck." The Golden One Center just announced this match. They shouldn't have announced. They should have said, mm-hmm. "Oh, Universal Title Match." Hell in a Cell, mm-hmm. someone to challenge either Braun or Seth. You know what I mean? Or they could have just said Braun and Seth. Exactly. They could, they could have said Bra- or Braun. Seth Rollins defends his universal title in a Hell in a Cell match. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. But they had to cover their tracks because because um, now, you know, they have somebody, you know, they had the, the tweet sent out about it. So... It is what it is. Um, then he he say, uh, Bray, he says, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. He goes, but I've been making all of this. And he pulls mm-hmm. out a big wad of money and feeds mm-hmm. it to the Vince McMahon doll. And he kind of teased him a little bit. It seems so weird for Vince to be able to make fun of himself like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think he, there's one writer that is in his good graces. He was like, Vince, Trust me, this is good shit. Good shit? It's, oh, I love good shit. It's, it's good shit, Vince, man. People love Devil Vince. Good shit, you say? Gee, Put the horns on him. It's, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it is what it is. Uh, he has been making a lot of money, you know what I mean? Um, he says that he has since learned to uh, work. Um, he says, you know, this is his team. His team is there to support him, and it's mm-hmm. like the pig. The Ramblin' Ramblin' Rabbit had a sign. Do you see it said "Help me"? Mm-hmm. He said, he "Help me." By the way, and he moved. He pushed him back down. Yeah. So I wonder what Ramblin' because I know this is one of those like you ever see those like YouTube videos where it's like this represents anxiety, this represents depression. Oh, totally. This and is, that's what this is. Yeah. No, uh, Ramblin' Rabbit is Bray Wyatt's fear. Oh, okay. Yeah, that could be it. Yeah, and his fear is like, "Help! I need to get out of this. This this fiend guy is no good for me." Uh, yeah. Get no, out of here. And it's um. 
He pushes fear. He pushes him down, and then the shot dissolves, and then the fiend appears. I'll see you in hell. My friends here help me cope with the pain. The fiend helps me dish it out. Exactly me. Um, Then he, you know, uh, turns into the fiend and says, "I'll see you in hell." So, and then it comes back to regular Bray, and he's sweating buckets under his eyes. Did you see that? He's like, "Bye, everybody. Let me in. Let me in." So. It, we're going to have uh, Brazen in a universal title shot. Is he going to win? Probably not. It it would make his character, um, it would propel him. I mean, it would fucking make him, it would be like when Kevin Owens won the universal title. Like, yeah, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. And, okay. and it would be refreshing for for this, it feels like it's it's uh, the end of the summer season is kind of full of replays. Yeah. And then as soon as we get the fall started, we're going to get like brand new, it's going to be like a, a reboot to, to sorts. You think? Kind of. Because with the, this whole NXT... Showing up on Wednesdays, SmackDown move to Fridays. They're going. They're not going for a full reboot. Yeah, but they're you know the season premiere. That's that's what this feels like to me. Yeah, um, it's definitely one of those. Sorry, I was ordering dinner. Jesus Christ, Corey. I know I'm multitasking over here. It's definitely one of those things. It's I could see them being propelled to the Universal Title scene, but they would have to completely move on from you know Seth and Braun and Brock and so yeah you said that Brock somewhere. you know what I mean so mm-hmm. that you would have to make Bray your and you would have to you have to make him win he has to win because if he doesn't then it's just fucking Bray Wyatt oh, just flush then it. it's just what it was before yeah. it's a it's a really good storyline that you said fuck it you have even fed Finn Balor to him and mm-hmm. which is fine because he was going off and get married and get his head shaved in Japan yeah. with his wife mm-hmm. his wife didn't get his head shaved he got his head shaved ah uh, okay so <laughs> So, I mean, he has to win. He has to win, in my opinion. I mean, yeah, if you really it, want the character su- to succeed. Yeah, and you want to throw a good show. Unless yeah. he goes to NXT. So, No, no, no. Uh, Cesaro is definitely going to NXT to be their main face there. Oh, that's so weird. Anyways, uh, and then we have Corey. I'll take it. I don't care. We have Corey Graves uh, backstage with uh, referee John Cohn. And uh, Baron walks up. So, oh, let me tell you what's going to happen. Oh, I get a bye to the finals. What should have happened. Mm-hmm. In fact, I thought it should have been a situation where Baron runs in and clotheslines both men, mm-hmm. double DQ, yeah. and then thinking he gets a buy. You know what I mean? Yeah, that would have, that would have made more sense. Yeah. But no, Baron's like, oh, I get a buy. And then the Jeff, John Cohn is just like, you know what, Baron? No. There's going to be a triple threat match next week. He got so like, hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you don't mess with me anymore, buddy. Like, like I felt like he was like Rudy. Yeah. Like talking. Yeah, he doesn't push me around anymore. Uh, then ref. Yeah, the ref seems so smug when he uh, announced there's going to be a triple threat match next week. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, this on top of Stone Cold making an appearance, this screams of please buy tickets. I heard. Oh, that here we go. MSG, not Minnesota McGlue, mate, but Madison Square Garden was half sold out. Oh, really? So they're doing their best to fill those seats. Well, you know, the bottom line is starting to fall out for tickets for the Monday Night Raw and SmackDown Live coming up on um, in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. So guys, keep a lookout on StubHub. And that's not an advertisement for them. Like, seriously, people aren't going to be able to sell their tickets. Yeah. And then they sell them for cheaper mm-hmm. because they're like, fuck, I need something for this. Well, even this past weekend, they did a Labor Day sale where you get a buy one, get one. Was that, okay, because I was confused when you said that. Because I thought cause there is a ticket you can buy that buys both tickets, mm-hmm. but it is double the price. Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Or no, no, no. There was a buy one get one free. Oh, they're already starting. See, and yeah, then there was gonna, a Labor Day on, uh, they're gonna only. They're going to be on Groupon. So, yeah, yeah, that's mm-hmm. the first. I think, well, let's just do the one day only sale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, what I was confused about was it buy one ticket get 
a second one for the same event, or buy Raw and you get SmackDown for free. It's probably the same event. Buy one, you get to bring somebody with you for free. Or maybe they gave you the option to do both. Probably not. Yeah, you're right. It's WWE. Like, yeah, what, what are you complaining for? Next up, we have The Miz versus Cesaro. Um, this sucked. It was a shitty match. Yeah, you know, what's going to come out of this is one of two things. Either Miz and Cesaro are going to have a program for the IC title after this, or this is just setting up Cesaro being frustrated with the company, frustrated with the main roster, and he already showed up in NXT UK. Which I didn't get that. I didn't get why he beat Ilya Dragunov. If Ilya Dragunov was one of their new guys. Yeah, yeah. Anyways. Um, so I'm thinking Cesaro's going to be one of those big names to get relegated to NXT to I help can see pump it. that up. I can see it. Um, here's the thing about Miz. He's winning the Intercontinental title, right? Cause, because... He is an eight-time Intercontinental Champion. And he's never held it as a face. You know who's had the most Intercontinental title reigns? Uh-oh. At nine reigns? Roman reigns? No. no I'm kidding. No. Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho, you're right. Oh, my God. It all makes so, sense now. It all makes sense. Miz is going to win at, and I'm telling everybody this. So, <sighs> yeah. Gabriel, mm-hmm. when you when, when, Gabe, when me and Gabriel do the prediction show, mm-hmm. was it next week, after we do the SmackDown show, he better listen to this. Because I'm not going to tell him again, mm-hmm. and I'm going to let him pick Shinsuke if he doesn't listen to this. Yeah. So he better listen to this and pick the minutes to win that title. Yeah. Because he's definitely going to, because they're going to try to screw AEW any chance they get. Yeah. And be careful. I might do a run-in for that prediction. Oh, okay. Nice. Uh, then we have the championship uh, showcase. Oh, sorry. Miz goes over Cesaro with a skull-crushing finale. <laughs> Uh, but that doesn't matter in this case. It really doesn't. Then we have the championship showcase, the first ever of its kind. Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss versus Becky Lynch and Bailey. Um, Bailey and Nikki Cross start the match. Sasha comes out to the ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, the heels isolating Bailey. Sasha watches on at ringside. We have a hot tag to Becky. Becky beats down on Alexa Bliss. We have an exploder suplex to Nikki, and then Sasha runs in and starts beating the uh, starts hitting uh, Sasha or she hits her with a backstabber. Yeah. Uh, so Sa- Becky and Bailey technically get the win. Sasha then beats down on Bex with a chair. Bailey runs in the ring to snag the chair away from Sasha. Hey, 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 hey. And then this turn is, like I said, so obvious from earlier in the night. Uh, once I realized this, this was the main event, I was like, oh, Bailey's turning. And uh, Bailey grabs the chair from Sasha and smiles and proceeds to wail away on, um, on Becky Lynch. Oh, I'm so glad I recorded the Stone Cold show afterwards. Yeah. Because my DVR cut it off after the first two chair smacks. One, two. I was like, no, what else happened? Um, so, yeah, no, it's, it's Bailey is now heel. And a lot of people think this is, was a very shocking thing. I wasn't that shocked. I was, uh, people popped big for it. So That's I, the thing. So when did. people turn heel mm-hmm. and people, you give the people what they want, mm-hmm. they're going to pop for it. Yeah. And that's the thing is WWE does, isn't giving people what they want. They're trying to give them things to, uh, to induce a reaction. Mm-hmm. They're trying to say, here's Roman Reigns with the title, you know, at WrestleMania cheer because everyone cheers. He's supposed to be a good guy. Mm-hmm. We don't want that. We're going to boo it. But yeah. you, but oh, let's, let's, let's turn Bailey heel because A, she's probably not selling that much merch anymore. That much merch. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, they, they try the same thing with uh, Becky. Let's turn her heel. Yeah, exactly. And what happened? You know what I mean? Like biggest th- face in the company. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe that'll happen to Bailey too. Um, so Bailey is now a heel with Sasha Banks. The best friends are back together. People, let me tell you about my best friend. <laughs> um, so I like it. I love it. I it makes sense. How is heel Bailey going to act? Uh, kind of like. Um, uh, Will we get an Izzy Bailey feud? What's the, uh, 
Izzy has to come back from NXT. Oh, the little girl, yeah, 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 yeah. she she has to come out and like be front row and be like, yeah. And then she like goes up to high five her and be like, she rips her poster. Oh, here we go. And then Izzy's like, no. Why? So Izzy's trying to be a wrestler too. Really? So some people on the show don't like the idea of Izzy or 13 year olds wrestling, but yeah, I it's think probably not it's, the best I think, idea. I think there's some labor laws that don't let that happen. Well, you're in a school. You're learning something. True. It's an athletic sport. So did you see that episode of The Wrestlers on uh, Vice, Which one? the Vice Channel? Which one? It was uh, the one on Mexican wrestlers. So there were those dudes that were in the street performing, then they got hired by Conan. But fast forward to in-depth, uh, deeper into Those episode, guys were Pentagon and Phoenix. No <laughs> <laughs> that that would have been great. Um, no, but there, there's a segment where they go to a wrestling school in some like desert and it's outside, super hot, and there's like five little kids ranging from 10 to 14. Yeah. And they have their mask on, and they're training with, with the old men, learning how to wrestle. And that's how Ray got his start. He was, what, 14 when he started training? 16 when he became a pro? With his family. Mm-hmm. Oh, we didn't talk about Ray. Well, you're right. What? Where was my Ray notes? What? 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 Oh, there they are, right there. I skipped right over them. Um... Nothing really happened with Ray. No, he was just uh, so my my little br- my little brother, <laughs> my, my my son, my uncle Dominic Guerrero. <laughs> I'm waiting for this turn to happen too. Ah, uh, it happened between. That's why we forgot because it was between the Miz Cesaro match and, and uh, Baron or, or the, the Baron of the three way. What? What do you mean, John Cone? Yeah, well, you gonna have your son wrestle me next? I'll fight Nicholas. Nicholas is John Cone's kid. Mm. So yeah, that's right. Uh, so yeah, he did. Uh, I'm not done until I gave my son a rub. No, <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't mean it that way. No dirty, no dirty. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, no, it's definitely one of those things. I won't quit until I propel my son to the next level of luchadorism. They need to hand the mask down to him. El Hio. Or he needs to rip it from his dad. He needs to rip it off and then hand it to Andrade. Yeah, that would be great. But I want him to put it on. No, he's he's gonna come out in like sweatpants and be like YOLO, don't care. Just give him TJP's gimmick. No, <laughs> I love I love the name El Hijo del El Hijo del Rey Mysterio Junior. Yeah, El Hijo del. I don't think there's ever been a El Hijo, Hijo and a Junior in the same title. The, yeah. yeah. So well, you know what? It, it, hopefully it'll happen. Hopefully mm-hmm. we we'll see Dominic beat the shit out of his dad. <laughs> it's something I've never asked for in this world, but I want to see this kid beat the crap out of his dad. Yeah, that'd be great. So. So that was Monday Night Raw. That was Wrestling News. That was the Raw Review. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe at CWR4 and 5. Don't forget to go buy a t-shirt at, uh, I almost said the old place, not going to say that, Teespring. No, I mean, you know, Teespring. Um, and yeah, go buy a, a t-shirt, a coffee cup, and yeah, I will see you tomorrow. I'm Corey Smith. And like I said, I'll see you tomorrow with Gabriel Morningstar for Smack it. Our SmackDown Live recap on the show. Guys, have a wonderful evening. I'll see you later. Bye.